so we're still continuing on this topic of multicultural children. Children born with different uh, races flowing through their veins and sometimes the confusion and the resentment and all these other things that can go along with it. I know a young woman right now who in her family, her mother is black and she's black, but her mother married another person and went on to have a number of other children. And as a result, sorry, my uh, hair utensils, I'm getting away. Um, she feels her hair is different from theirs and her skin tone is different from theirs. And they have their father there. And so you can imagine how that would make a kid kind of feel left out because a lot of these interracial couples come from people who already have children with their own race. So sometimes it, it, it goes along where there's nothing, it seems like it's out of place, and other times there's a lot of angst, you know, especially when young women become teen girls and young men become teen boys. And uh, there's more to it. And, I, and, I, and parents, traditionally, I believe, are trying to parent. And so they're not really taking the time to sit there and explain to them. I think they're thinking, if I don't mention anything, then it won't be a problem. But it is a problem, and I can hear it in the way I have interviewed young people uh, in the things that they say freely to me that they may not say to their parents. So my advice would be, if you know that you're in a relationship like that, then it behooves you, A, to have that young person around her um, family members on the other side as much as possible. So there will be an appreciation there. There's another thing, too, because if you're just, like, say you're uh, Asian and Romanian, I don't think there's anybody who's really going to have a problem, like one side is better than the other. I, I just, I don't know, they feel like they're just, you know, people that that are on par. But when you have a black and a white, you know there's a class difference there already in people's minds. Not everybody's, but in some people's minds, there's a class difference there. So if you send your child out into the world and you, you haven't even taken time to learn about this person of another race that you've slept with and created this child, then How is that person, how is that young person supposed to fend for him or herself, especially when you choose to put her or him into a predominantly other school or, you know, like they're like one of the few, you know, they're going to be catching hell because kids give and catch hell all the time. So you're going to have to either be more hands on or something. You're going to have to teach that child, you know, the better way to go. Um, because you can't expect them to go out there and fend for all this craziness that race brings on their own. You have to help them. First, you have to teach them. You have to expose them. You have to let them have their own relationships to, um, to people from their culture on the other side. They can't be like a human zoo. Okay, we went here. We saw some black people. Let's go. Or we went here and we saw some white people. Let's go. You know, because they're in that environment and they're hearing the different things that people say, you know, oh, those white people, you know, they're always doing this or saying that. Well, those black people, I told you when my stepfather was Hawaiian, but he was Puerto Rican and I went to visit him. He and my mother had split up 
And um, but I went to visit him in Hawaii, and his family seemed to be warm and nice. Well, they were warm and, and loving and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, um, they still had preconceived notions about my people. And so they heard someone on the news that did something crazy and they happened to look like me. And over there, it's not that common because, you know, Hawaii doesn't have a whole heap of a lot of people of color, although they started out that way. But I don't want to get into that history right now. But you should, if you know somebody who needs to know that. Um, long story short, uh, I remember sitting there and one of the older aunts kind of sucked her teeth and said, that popolo. And I was like, popolo? Man, that's what my stepfather used to call us when we were kids. He would say, hey, popolo, go to the Go to the um, refrigerator and get me a beer. Or, hey, Popolo, do this. Or, hey, Popolo, do that. And uh, I thought it was a term of endearment. But when I saw the rest of them draw up and turn and look at me and look back real quick, I knew that somebody, it was almost like saying the N-word in the presence of a black person you forget is in the room. And I was like, ooh, that term. And when I looked it up, I said, oh, not a term of endearment here. Now, I know people will say, well, you know, black people will use the N-word amongst themselves, but they are not. They were Puerto Rican. So you see what I'm saying? It's like, even though I enjoyed the culture that he exposed to us, they were Hawaiian, but you know, a lot of the Puerto Ricans were brought over from Puerto Rico to work the sugarcane fields, which is why they had like an underclass there of Puerto Ricans. So, and um, they may not see it as being an underclass, but it truly was perceived that way. Um, so it would have been nice if at any point in time, my stepfather had said to me, hey, you know, this is my culture. This is where we come. This is what we do. This is why we're here. I had to read all that. You know, he never ever even brought any of that up. And I know some people don't want to. I get it. I do. Uh, getting ready to go see the Avengers and picking out my outfit. I am not going to be like with Black Panther, everybody went dressed in African garb and all that. No, I don't know if there's such a dress code for this movie. I am going to put on my sneaks and I'm be out the door. So, um, but all of that is to say that here I was a young girl in that midst and I had that little incident happen and nobody warned me, nobody told me, nobody explained anything to me. Now I got over it. You know, life went on. Actually, they left, and I never really saw them again that, from that day. But they did come over because my stepfather made a pot of uh, paella, and, uh, you know, the whole family came and were excited to come and eat, you know. So uh, after that, though, it was just me all over that island by myself uh, uh, just enjoying life. And then one day, I went down Waikiki Beach, and... I heard these drums and I was like, oh, <laughs> so I went over to the drums and there were my people. There was a whole group of black folks. From then my summer opened up and we had a ball for the rest of the time I was there. So, I mean, I'm not saying I wasn't having fun before that, but it was just like, finally, you know, to be able to talk to somebody who um, was like me, was very empowering to me. So I'm still researching this whole thing because I want to make sure that people are paying attention and not leaving their kids out to dry. 
Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye.